Yeah. All right, so I am just uh, bringing us live. All right, so we should be uh, live now. We've got a couple of attendees joining. So thanks everyone for joining us. Um, we just have a couple more that looks like they're still logging in. So I appreciate everyone joining us now. Hope everyone's uh, doing well through the corona craziness. Give this one more minute and we will kick everything off. All right. So thank you everyone for joining us. My name is Alex Sanders. I'm the Vice President of Business Development at BVOIP. Um, I'm happy to be joined here by a longtime industry colleague and friend, Pete Bussum of Equilibrium Consulting. <clears throat> for anybody who doesn't know Pete, Pete is a all-around marketing guru in the MSP space, from owning an MSP to working in some of the you know much larger companies in the tech space. Um, he's really done it all on kind of both ends of the spectrum. So Pete, for me, has always been my person to turn to for guidance on marketing. So when we came up with this topic of the marketing shift that's about to happen, he was the first person uh, I tapped on the shoulder and asked to join us. So I'm happy he could free up some time and uh, join us for this one. Appreciate it. Good so, to be here. Absolutely. Um, so I want to kick everything off uh, just by talking a little bit about what's happening right now. I mean, it's, it's a weird time. I know for, for us, Pete and I work together on the road quite a bit. Um, we know we're quite quite heavy on the travel side of things, but um, right now we're all, we're all grounded, whether it's a uh, trade show event or lunch and learn or really just door to door, right? I mean, it doesn't matter what you're doing right now, it's all grounded. So I want to talk a little bit about that shift and uh, what's going to happen to your business over the next. X amount of months uh, until this thing ends and, and how we can really get ahead of it and still be strategic on what we're doing. So, Pete, you want to take it away? And then you had a couple of really good points when we did our uh, pre-call for this. And yeah. Take it away. So, so, you know, they, it, one of the things that everybody does is they look at, and, and I've heard on some of the um, recent briefings that they say, you know, as everybody looks as to what could, they can sustain and where they cut back, you know, marketing and sales always seems to be the place that everybody sheds because operationally you need to take care of your client. But this is the time where you should accelerate, really accelerate your, your marketing program because you've got to stay in the forefront of potential prospects as, you know, we've been on this decline and, and they talk about the V that's going to shape a little bit of a U and then it's probably going to head head pretty back up at, at a pretty good rate. And if you haven't maintained that, you're, you're going to get stuck. You're going to get stuck somewhere and, and just not be relevant, right? So, you know, Alec and I were talking about, you know, some of the things that, that uh, you know, are easy to do that you can grab hold of and, and um, just take care of. And I, I think, you know, one of the, the biggest things is to start with your website um, and not necessarily rewriting your content, but looking at organically optimizing it from an SEO perspective, right? So uh, as we pull in the strings of marketing uh, dollars, we don't necessarily have the funds that maybe we were spending on pay-per-click or paid, paid advertising. But, you know, a lot of people go out and they do, their, they do their websites and they forget to organically optimize it right away. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of good points that you can do in there. Um, 
meta tagging, uh, keyword embedding, uh, looking at your competitor that might be beating you in the market for certain things and seeing what's in their site. Some tools like uh, you can go out and, and get a monthly subscription or get a one month subscription to something like SpyFu and go in and, and put in your competitor's website and they do website combat. It's, you know, it's really exciting, right? So, but they, they come together and what it does is it gives you an overlapping picture of keywords and phrases and things that your competitor is using in your website, what you're using in your website, and then it'll give you that buffer in the middle that'll say, here's the things you have in common. Now, that's great. We have these things in common. I have some things of my own, but let's go take the things that are not in my bucket and not in common and put them in because that's going to help you gain ground on the searches where they are organically. So that's like one tip uh, that you can do really quickly and easy, you know, optimization. Absolutely. I think in there you hit on one good thing. Um, you know, we're going to see a shift in everybody's funds and just kind of the way they're operating their business. Some people are going to have, you know, harder times here. Some people may have to furlough staff or cut staff. Um, some people might be booming, right? It's going to come down to, you know, what kind of businesses. I know for you, you mentioned specifically you have a manufacturing MSP that right now it's like they can't stop putting stuff out because it's, you know, that business is doubling, tripling. I mean, right. the business they're taking care of. Um, but I think on both sides, you know, if, if, if I have a lot of money to spend right now, where would you put it? Are you going to go into, you know, say Facebook ads, right? Those, those kind of things where I have, uh, you know, geographically, if I'm an MSP and I'm, you know, I'm in upstate New York, if I'm an MSP for upstate New York, it's really easy to, to tag it around an area code or, or city um, and target there. Or would you go more on the, you know, uh, you know, kind of where do you see the most bang for your buck right now, I guess? Yeah, so I, I, I think, you know, um, the time of sending mail is, is long gone right now, right? Because it's going to go to an office and nobody's going to get it. So that's, you know, take those funds and shift them and maybe get more targeted up on a LinkedIn or a Facebook and do some geo-targeting with the, the persona that you're trying to do and build a very simple, very basic. And what we, we've, we've changed it from digital uh, advertising. And now we're talking about human advertising. And, you know, it's all about how you can help them and, and stay relevant, right? It's, it's all about empathy and everything right now. We don't want to do that. So I would, I would go to the buying personas that you still want to go to, but go up to LinkedIn, create something very new, and put a little bit of spend into that. So every time somebody goes in, look, people are going now, they have more time on their hands. So they're going up to social media, they're looking around, they're seeing what people are doing. And so if you're doing an advertisement there, you're going to see some penetration into it. Um, what you're going to get out of it right now, maybe nothing, but in the long run, visibility, brand, brand equity, still maintaining and showing that you're relevant and you're there. And that's, that's the key. Um, Absolutely. But we, we do recommend that you think about um, some email campaigns of things that are around the tool sets that people use at home. Office 365, uh, mm -hmm. shared storage. Uh, there's a lot of security awareness and we've heard a lot of, uh, of the MSPs tell us, gee, security awareness, we're giving it away to our customers because they don't want to pay for it. Well, here's a great way to use email, put it out, and here's a hint. 
put some money into maybe uh, a video editor or, or some free ones. I know you have a couple that you use, Alec, right? And uh, do some video blogging on security awareness and put it into your website and then shoot it out to social media so people can click on it, come back to your website, view it embedded inside your website, and then where do they go? Maybe they'll float around your website a little bit and get a little bit more traction. Absolutely. No, I think it's really important right now just to be helpful. You know, I've heard a lot of MSPs um, talking about just, just a general, you know, general reach out. You know, it's, uh, how are you doing? Um, you know, how are things at home? It, 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 just that kind of, you know, human-to-human -human interaction. I think we're all starving for, right? I mean, I've been on countless vendor and MSP and channel happy hours uh, virtually over the past few weeks. Um, but I think, you know, people are all dealing with it in different ways. And some of us, it's chaos at home. Some of us, it's lonely at home. I mean, it, people are going through a lot of different feelings and emotions right now. So I think yeah. just reaching out and that general touch of how people are doing um, or just get ahead of it, right? How can we help you? How can we just be there to uh, you know, right. lend a helping hand? Mm -hmm. Making sure that, you know, I've seen some vendors put out pieces on, uh, are you secure digitally, right? Cybersecurity is going to be a huge topic over the next couple months right. here because oh, we took everybody is, yeah. in the environment. Oh, absolutely. We, we've been building these environments safely for years and to uplift everybody and put them at home where it's the wild west, it's, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, everybody's everybody's going out and punched holes in, in firewalls and security devices and now we have all these, these devices. So now that you've got everybody, you've got to go back and make sure that you've secured it. But, but you've got all these non-company owned assets, right? people's yeah. home computers so you know running around and and uh i know sophos is doing a good job of um any sophos partner they're giving away home use licenses to all their customers to say that's put great. it put it out deploy it and, and you can manage it on that remote pc and and that's another security blanket so you know there's a lot of opportunity to partner here in different ways and we always went out and said let's get mdf and we can do well Partner in different ways, you know, be creative and help the end users be just as secure as they were in the office. And again, security awareness and, you know, things like uh, you can do with your, your antivirus partners and things of that nature. And that's goodwill. Uh, you're, you're helping the company stay secure. You're helping the individual stay secure. So it's, it's that human engineering side, again, the human marketing that says, this company cares. They're, they're doing something. And that's what people want to feel. They just want to feel that you care. Right? And even, even like on our call, you can see in my background over here, you know, the, it's, it's getting uh, normal now to have dogs and, and stuff going in because people want to see that. It makes them feel a little more real. I did say, I did see uh, Patricia ask that that is a corgi in the background. Of the what? Of, uh, it looks like Patricia asked that that was a corgi in the background. No, it's a Pomsky. It's a Pomsky. Who knows? <laughs> he might wake up at some point and decide to walk over here, and then, then you, can, yeah. you can enjoy him. Get a, get a better look. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's two of them. The so. day, <laughs> One thing I heard the other day that I actually really liked the marketing idea, um, you know, let me know your thoughts on this. Um, somebody suggested doing personalized video. So it was the idea of, uh, I had to reach out to you, and even if it's just that gentle touch that we just talked about of how are you doing or how can I help or, you know, are, are, are you having issues with cybersecurity or security in general at home? Um, you know, I think that 
is a really nice way to kind of cut through the noise. I, I mean, I know personally, my, my personal email has been exploding for weeks on how everyone down to Shutterfly and Spotify are handling COVID-19. And <laughs> right. Yeah, I think, you know, you got to level the noise out a little bit. There's a lot of noise right now. There's a lot of things that are out there. But, yeah, reaching out and, and doing personal personal touch type things are really important right now. Um, you know, a lot of customers, you know, MSPs built one-on-one um, -on -one relationships, right? They've become good friends with a lot of their customers, right? Uh, just like in the channel of how we, we bond and have fun and, and, you know, meet the MSPs and, and hang out with them too at events, right? But a lot of you guys have done, uh, you know, at the end of the year, you send a little bouquet of, uh, or not a bouquet, a thing of fruit or something to a client and all that. Uh, you can't send that right now, but a lot of you have probably have the addresses of somebody. So send them a box of coffee. Tell them that you were thinking about them. I know you're cooped up, but here's, you know, I know you like this coffee from Starbucks or whatever, and send them a, a, a little box of coffee. You know, it's, it's a redirection of your funds a different way, but again, it's a personal touch, right? So, um, yeah. but going back to the video, I, 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 you know, video is, um, people like to see people. And since we're cooped up when you put the video out, like, you know, Hey, I talk with you a lot on the phone, but it's good to see your face. You know, it's good to yeah, see sure. the, the other side of it and, 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 uh, and talk with you a little bit, you know, face to face. Um, and we miss that, right? That, that's the one thing we're yeah, not getting right now. So, so anywhere you can do that, I, I think it's good. Even if you just do a video conference like this, you know, where you just say, hey, uh, you know, hey, I'd like to let, let's let's have a drink virtually and just catch up. Um, I bet you Absolutely. your customer, customers have time for that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> they do at this point. They all do. Um, you know, I, I have, yeah. we see it everywhere. So, so video is, is great. And these these great tools, Teams uh, are great. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at, we're going to be running a, uh, a series and maybe we can do it here is, um, we're going to put together a thing on how to sell and use different plugins and teams to sell, you know, using That's teams similar. to sell with, with different techniques, uh, of selling and marketing using teams. So there's all new ways for you to be creative. I mean, it's, it's, it's wide open and people are receptive because they still yeah, need to uh, do business, absolutely. you know? They, they want to hear what you have to do. Uh, you know, on that line of video, blogs right now, um, people are reading, but again, they want to see people. So how long does it take to really record a blog at 600 words, right? Three minutes or less, yeah. right? So I think when we do certain things, we say 30 seconds is about 70 to 80 words of reading, right? On a, okay. On something. So... So if you do a, a a blog, record it, you know, and and you can frame it and put it up and brand it and put a phone number around it and things of that nature, and then post it in your website instead of, you know, text. You can always go back and put the text in there and put a video with it so they can make a choice. But again, it's it's another option for that human human marketing, human engineering side. That makes it really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I think that's that's just crucial right now. I mean, we're all we're all hungry for it. Um, you know, like like you said, we talk all the time, but just having that difference and that kind of shakeup of of being on camera is it's nice. It's it's refreshing. It's good to see other people. 
Um, I know the first virtual happy hour I got on, it was this, you know, it's kind of a nice moment of all the, fa- all the faces that you usually see at the trade shows. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's good to connect with some great clients and see how they're doing. Um, you know, it's, it's weird. It's the same four walls, you know, for all of us now and, you know, for the unfortunately foreseeable future. So, well, I, I mean, we've been a virtual business from day one. So four walls for me for the last 12 years has, <laughs> has been it, you know, um, so, but, uh, you know, so I've seen the same scenery every day, but it, it, it's tough mm-hmm. when you have to go to an office or it's not tough that you have to go to, but it's tough when you're used to having that interaction and staying on track. So there's a couple other things that, you know, always, you know, make sure you're comfortable and all that, uh, in there. But, um, you know, um, I, I really go back to a lot of core basics, uh, marketing one-on-one type things that, that you have time now, so uh, and you're not doing those heavy campaigns, you're not doing the trade events. So, you know, going back to organic SEO and optimizing and really look at the messaging and the buying persona, uh, spend the time tweaking your lists. A lot of people, people have been uh, doing what I say, the proverbial carpet bomb with emails, right? They're just sending out emails for for, to everybody and anybody, but it's a great time to take a look at your base of customers and see where you've, you've marketed, see what your base is, your existing client base and where you're successful and then start building lists and collateral and, and campaigns. So as we come out of this, maybe you can go after that segment a little bit stronger that you didn't realize. So do some data, data analytics, right? Uh, spend some time on the back end looking at, and reviewing what you've done and and can you optimize some of the things that you have now this is a great time to do some cleanup some housekeeping uh and and mm-hmm. really think about hey you know why am i chasing uh, manufacturing when 30 percent of my business is legal why am i yeah, not going not after legal it. right and so so in marketing we keep rushing to market to 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 get messaging out but we're not looking at where we're successful and where we might gain more traction so so look at look at those things and and take the time you know over the next 30 60 days because uh, i think we're we're going to be you know hey we know we're all going in we've we've heard the messages we've seen the news we 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 see where we're at but uh, you know over two, three weeks, the curve is going to come down and we're going to need to start picking that marketing back up. So when we do come back into brick and mortar and, and other places, we have the ability to, to set meetings or, I don't know, maybe a team meeting or a Zoom meeting. Who knows? Yeah. You know? I mean, I know one thing we did on our side. I mean, Pete, you, you were part of it. We were going to do a series of lunch and learn style events right. um, out there and just kind of, you know, giving some education back to the channel. And we were disappointed because we had them on the calendar. We had restaurants booked. Um, unfortunately, with uh, you know COVID-19 hitting, honestly, two weeks before those were were on the calendar, um, you know we were able to shift pretty pretty quickly, which was great. Uh, but I think it's 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 honestly a strategy that a lot of MSPs can take. We did a, a digital lunch and learn, so we still did all of our content. Um, what we did was we gave everyone that attended a Uber Eats gift card. So it was just a nice yep. way for them to still have lunch on us. Um, and I think this is a great way to get through those clients. You know, people still love that little taste of, uh, of food from, from, uh, from a restaurant. I think it gives them a, that kind of link to the outside world. Um, maybe it's a Starbucks gift card, whatever it is. I think that's quick ways to cut through 
some of the noise and get to people. I think you hit on a really good important thing there about looking over your base and what's what's out there. Um, you know, my second point was I did a presentation years ago with an MSP out of New York, and one of the things that he did every quarter was he would sit down, he'd look at all of his clients, and he had a grid layout where he would go through what um, which one of my products do they have, and depending on how full that was is how you know sticky they were how how likely they were to uh, to retain with him as a long-term client and he analyzed that quite a bit and I, I encourage everyone to go back and look at your at your base and how much of your clients are using your full stack of tools how many of them are using one or two how many of them are just using you for you know a zoom meeting right now or some kind of video messaging the more of it that you can get, the, the, the stronger that relationship becomes, the more retentive that, that client becomes. So now's the time to really, like Pete said, go back and look over your clients and strengthen that relationship. Be there for them. They need those tools. You, you know, iron out in your staff, what are the tools that are going to help them right now, remotely? You know, those are the ones for us. We just did an integration with BusyLight. You know, and, and as much as that's great in a giant call center or, or a big office, it's just as good at home. If you can stick that light on on your on your door and your kids know if the light's on, dad's on a call or mom's on a call, leave them alone. Um, yeah, that, that's crucial right now. You know, um, for some people, depending on your or you know your organization. So now, I, you know, there's another type of marketing too, employee engagement, and and that's really important too right now. Is is we've we've focused a little bit on prospecting and clients, but keeping your your folks now you're not seeing them like you used to right yeah you have probably a team up and open with chat or a, a, I've heard some people keep a zoom meeting open all day that people can pop in and pop out with the boss but and and these people are productive but you know hey it's okay to send them a box of coffee too you know and keep morale up you know just just letting them know that you're thinking of them in a different way too that uh, you know, hey, here's a box of coffee or uh, even like a, a bag of chocolates or just something that they can munch on while they're they're in because you know they used to go to the they used to go to the break room and get coffee, right? So so yeah, now they can think about the company or and do that or send them a send them a coffee mug, you know, with some coffee. Yeah. You know, some something like that 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 you know. Uh, keeps you in front of your your employees too, because look, there's a lot of uncertainty with them, and you want that that to stay strong. So as we come out of this, your your people are there. So, so marketing, you know, is on both sides of the fence. You gotta you gotta market to your people at the same time as you're marketing to prospects and clients. So, I think that's really important employee engagement. Um, and hundred uh, percent. Yep. So the other task that you can give on social media with your employees is um, I'm sure they're busy. Tickets are, are very high from what I've heard. Tickets are starting to come down and getting a hold and, and you're going back and doubling up on double downing on, on security breach or security holes that you may have poked to, to make certain things. But think about getting your employees to engage and share your posts from social media. So if you're posting on social media, you know, uh, and, and I don't know how old our base is that's listening today, but there used to be a Breck commercial, right? The, the, the social the social engineering side is if I post it on mine and you share it, now how many more people are going to see it, right? So yeah. if you get all of your employees to start sharing your stuff, now it's sharing on their wall and how many other people are seeing things that are going on or posts that you're doing 
uh, out there. It's it's helping spread into that that geo or across geos, you know. So just another little yeah. little tidbit that's easy to do. Only takes a couple minutes. And if you think your people aren't on social media during the day, you, you're probably kidding yourself. But uh, <laughs> everybody is, and they they do it on their cell phone or they're quick on their computer, take a peek in, but hey, jump up to the company page and share something, like it, share it, push it out. And you'll see your engagement levels go up much higher, not just because they're doing it, you'll see your views and engagement of those. And of course, anytime you get a reaction other than the good old like, um, you're gonna get a little bit more credibility in there. So the more people that like or engage, the higher uh, visibility your, your posts will get, right? Each one of those reactions have different point scales, and and do that. So, so yeah, I, I think that's important. I, I know one thing I've done in the past uh, with my team. And then we have a, a good question that came out. I'll cover in just a second. Um, is we take in our marketing um, head, whoever's kind of managing marketing, will send out a list of a couple things for the company to share. So whether it's um, you know all of our sales team will have something or company wide, right? It could be company news. It could be just how you're helping the local community. Maybe a training you're doing. I've seen a lot of MSPs doing trainings on using Zoom or setting up teams or different tools like that and helping them get just shifted into that. I mean, I know for me, my, my mother's a teacher, and, and I did a whole training class for her on Google Hangouts and how to run a Google Classroom. Right. And uh, so you know, doing that stuff right now and just having it shared out just continues to push you guys as the, you know, you, you are the subject matter expert. If somebody's looking right. for technology advice, just like I look to Pete for marketing advice, they look to you for technology. So um, put yourself out there, continue to be out there as that subject matter expert, whether it's reach out to your local news station and say, hey, I want to talk about running a video conference or effective ways to work from home or how to make sure you're secured working from home from a cybersecurity expert standpoint. That's where I would be right now because that's going to put you out there could you know put you out there a very high pedestal of what you're doing and how much of a subject matter expert you are? Um, I think it's a great way for MSCs to make a splash right now. Um, yeah, I, so on I that agree. question, um, so Arshad asks, typically what percentage of revenues should be spent on marketing? Yeah, so that that's always a a good one. I mean, if you know, service leadership, I believe, says two to four percent, right? Um, so, you know, two to 4%, but at what scale, right? If you're a small MSP, two to 4%, you know, could be $100 or $200. Yes. It might not be very much to, to even scratch the surface. So, um, you know, what I would tell you is, is always sit down and look at, you know, where you are in your model, your maturity model of sales and marketing. And, and uh, you know, I'm always happy to have a conversation with anybody. If you want to call me, I'll talk with you about it and, and maybe give you some guidance because it, it can get a little uh, long in the in the conversation. But, um, you know, at the larger side, two to four percent could be hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, we 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 see the budget go. We have we have MSPs that are. Uh, you know, 750k to 800k and growing, but they're spending 1500 to 2500 dollars a month. Um, but yeah. it's they're seeing the result of their brand being out there, right? It, it's helping mm -hmm. them get recognition and be out there, and and um, you know they can grow at a different proportionally rate. So uh, sooner or later, that investment catches up, and and now all of a sudden, 
it, it's a percentage of revenue. But if you grow to $3 million, now your 2 to 4% is a percentage of that, and it, it's, it's climbing with it. So at some point, that spend catches up, and now you're, you know, in that level. So Absolutely. No, I've, I think that's important, too. You're, you're right. It's definitely going to scale. Um, you know, if you're a one-man, two-man MSC, um, I would say, you know, Pete touched on it earlier in this call, but there's a lot of free or, or low-budget things you can do. I mean, I've seen a lot of MSCs tap into services like, like Fiverr, they just really don't have much budget right now. Um, you know, as you move up the chain, I think there's some amazing companies out there you can work with. Um, I've seen MSPs do really cool voiceovers. I've seen MSPs buy really cool, um, you know, on the, on the VoIP side, I've seen them buy great um, rights to ringtones and things like that. Uh, you know, just get creative, um, have fun with it, but there's a way to stretch your dollar and, and go pretty far with it and show a lot of impact for not a lot of dollar spend. Um, but as you grow, you know, I think that, that two to 4% is, is pretty respectful um, in terms of where, where a lot of people fall. Um, you know, holding that as you grow is, is important because as you grow, it's going to become a real budget. And all of a sudden you're looking at trade shows and you're looking at direct mail campaigns or sending, you know, like, like Pete hit on earlier, sending out something to your clients that around Christmas or around the end of the year to say thank you. Um, all that's important. It just shows that you're thinking about them and uh, continues that, you know, as much as we're partnered with you, you're partnered with those, those clients. So, yeah. So it's a great, it's a great question. And, and everybody always says it, but they're like, well, you know, if you go strictly by, you know, the, the service leadership mile, you'll, you'll never get into marketing and you'll just say, I need to market, but you'll never get there because it's just not what your, what your, uh, value of, of inside your profit loss would, would yield. So. Yeah, absolutely. I think it is important. I mean, if you want to get out there and you want to be a leader in your space, um, you know, an MSP that pops into my head is we, we have an MSP down in uh, Dallas, Texas area that uh, started off as a company called Geeks on Wheels. Uh, it was a you know, fun name and um, good company, but they really saw the opportunity in their space to to just explode. Um, they knew they wanted um, a sharper new brand to really kind of focus more on technology and um, and less so that break fix model they were in. They rebranded as TechVera, um, and since then they've been growing year over year over year, and they have great brand recognition in their area. And one of the things they've done is they've been out there doing those Zoom trainings. They've been out there as you know, really a leader in that space. Um, they've done a great job. You know, their CEO, Reese Ormond, is doing a couple times a week, live videos and things like that. And you know, that's all zero or low, low cost um, besides your time right now to get out there and show your expertise. And you know, I think that's a quick way to make a, a very fast impact. I mean, there's millions of things we can, we can all do right now. Um, I think that's the biggest one you can do right now from a digital standpoint. Uh, I love Pete's suggestion earlier on, on the, the video blog, you know, the blog, and those are important right now, um, and a good way to really engage with clients and get some information out there. Um, Pete, I know you hit on earlier a little bit of website. Um, any kind of other tips there that you, you always hit on? I mean, um, yeah, there's is there any good way for you to test and analyze everything? And kind of a really hard look at what they could do? So one of the things that we, we always do when we scrub a website and, and we recommend is um, when we do a workshop is you have images in your works in your website and uh, mm -hmm. people name them all these crazy things. And if you put, if you go to different websites and you put your mouse over them, you get the name of the, the, 
of the file come up. So if you're using a, a, a image on a managed service page, then call it managed services, right? Yeah. Um, because SEO is going to index the name of that image. And so yep. why, why wouldn't you want to take advantage of that instead of calling it file one or people looking at screen or, you know, you'll see some of the craziest names, but there's also a description and a caption and you don't want to do the caption, but in the description, you can put a quick one liner about your managed services as a call to action. So you can name the file and give it a call to action in there. And that will actually go and crawl and be a part of your SEO. So you'll get a picture that'll come up as a name, but when somebody Googles that and then they go to images and they see it, your description will come up, your phone number might be in there and, and all of those things. So it's a great another little nugget that, that you can go, very easy to do. Um, WordPress is pretty, pretty nice when you rename things. It automatically knows it's smart enough that it was linked, so it'll rename it in the pages. Uh, if it doesn't, there's something wrong in your WordPress. <laughs> um, but you know, those are those are little things that that you can do to increase your SEO. Uh, you know, from from tagging and keywords to you know making sure that you're just doing best practices. Um, a lot of people don't realize they write short little snippets on their websites. Uh, you should have three to four hundred words on a web page. Otherwise, Google may not crawl you properly. So if you've got something that's got low word count, go and think about changing your content and updating your content a little bit to get some, some higher word count on it. Um, you know, that's another thing. So, so the reason that people spend so much on paid performance uh, type mm -hmm. advertising is because their websites aren't organically there. And if, if, if everything was organically optimized, you'd find yourself in a much better position before you started paying. So, yeah. So do that. A good organic optimization takes about 30 days to go through to do all the components. And it's going to take 60 to 90 days for you to really start to see results. Now, I don't mean results like, oh, my gosh, the phone's ringing off the hook because, you know, I optimized my website. That's not going to happen. You know, let's set the expectation. But it is going to help you raise in the rankings of Google, Bing, and Yahoo. Right? And those are, those are important things for you. Right? So yeah, and getting those. Two I mean, um, I was actually talking to the ConnectWise team just before this. You know, one thing that they that they did talk about was, um, you know, throughout the their service leader group, they are having a lot of MSPs that are uh, there's you know there's there's definitely uh, the worry about the very very small MSP right now. What will happen, um, you know, for them if, if if this isn't financially sustainable or or, or doable if, if this goes on for six or nine months or however long this may last. Um, you know, there, there was a big fear among a lot of MSPs about the Orkin customer, right? The customer that's left um, out there. If, if, you know, a situation like that happens, and I think what, what Pete's talking on right now is that Google optimization. I mean, that person's going to be Googling IT service provider, MSP, whatever they, whatever they want to call you in their area. So being ready and being organic now is the time. You know, if, if you've taken a long time since you've last looked at this or, or it's been a while since you really take a look at where you fall in the Google ranking, it's probably time to go back and take a look at it. You know, see what you can do. And you know, Pete's giving you some great tips today and some quick things you can do yourself. Or, you know, if you need some help, I mean, Pete's company is phenomenal at that. They, they can go through, they can build sites 
top to bottom. So, I mean, there's, there's plenty of help out there. There's lots of other things. I mean, head over to their website. They, they put out a lot of good information. Don't judge um, us by our website. <laughs> we're doing it. We're actually getting ready to launch a new website for ourselves here. That's much more uh, friendly and organized around our, our services, but um, the shoemaker's children, right? Just like you guys, you take care of everybody else's network, but sometimes your network doesn't quite get the same attention. So. But um, certainly we, we, uh, we, we have that capability to do all of those things and, and uh, get you up and running pretty quickly. Absolutely. I do want to remind everyone that we, uh, you know, we have about another 20 minutes here. We can cover up more topics, but if anybody has any questions, you know, what's, what, what's burning you guys right now? Is it the lack of events? Is it, uh, you know, some of the things we've covered already, some of the social aspects, um, things like that, you know, what is, you know, kind of been on top of mind for you about how, how you can market through this, you know, through this time. So we'll, uh, We'll hit on a couple more things. We'll keep an eye, close eye on that Q&A section or the uh, chat section and see what else comes through. Uh, one so, thing, Pete, I don't think we really touched on was marketing on LinkedIn. What's your feeling on that? I mean, it's kind of a newer platform. Now live is going pretty heavy on there. Um, what do you think? So I, I think LinkedIn is a great way to reach customers right now. Um, a lot of owners are out there. They're looking. A lot of people are looking. They're in a layoff position or think they're worried about their jobs. So they're they're getting on LinkedIn to see what's out there, and they're they're traveling it a little bit more. Uh, so it's a great time again to go out. Uh, LinkedIn gives you a great ability to um, really focus your advertising on that buying persona. So you know you can build a group. You can get very niche. Uh, you can even add company pages and, and tagging of uh, very specific. So it, it doesn't just have to go out to a, uh, a you know, a broad base where it's going to go out based on geography. You can actually go out and, and look at all the companies that you want to target and add them to your group that you're going to advertise to and make sure that it's penetrating anybody that's in that company that's associated with that company. So there's there's some really unique things that you can do. Um, depending on your geography is your spend, but I usually tell you, you know, start out with 250 bucks for 30 days and see what it'll do. And if you're getting a lot of impressions and you're getting a lot of click-throughs, then increase your budget and see what it'll do, right? Go up to 500, double it up. You can get probably in, in most major cities, you can get over a million. I know we did last year, we did one for a, a company just outside of New York City and $500 got them about 1.2 million impressions in 15 days. Um, that's a lot of impressions. And when you think about yeah. brand and brand equity, you know, mm -hmm. how many places you're putting your logo in front of, that's a lot. That's a lot. You're not going to get that on email or anywhere else, not for 500 bucks, you know? So um, it's definitely a place to think. But again, make sure your message is, is right uh, for this time. You know, it's it's really important. Of course, yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's definitely a fine line that everyone has to walk. Um, you know, you want to be helpful. You know, you you don't want to jump down somebody <laughs> around. You know, going after what what they're currently doing, their current services. You want to be helpful this time. Um, you know, there's time and place for that. And um, you know, I, I think being the helping hand right now is where you're going to see the most response. You know, people remember who, who helped them out through, through a hard time, you know, and I think if, 
if you can be out there for those people, you know, taking that time to, whether it's just a free call and you talk through helping people get set up, like I said, for those Zoom meetings or, or things like that, I think at the end of it, um, you're going to find those people who will remember you. And even if you don't get, uh, you know, sales from them, I think you will be the referral. So Yeah. And that's the whole thing is as the, the, the abandoned customer gets out there, where are they going to go? Right. And, and I, you know, I say in just about every presentation that I've been in, I've been through, you know, three big business dips now, you know, 9-11, 2008, and now, now this. And, you know, there's those that are going to survive. They've, they've done it. There's those that are going to be bought. And then there's those that are just going to go bankrupt and go out of business. And so, you know, for you um, as an MSP, you know, if you had to let anybody go, you might have a right market to get some people back, whether they were existing or changing your labor pool, because uh, maybe you didn't have the right mix of people and you let you let some of the ones that weren't quite in your culture at that point, but you might get some of those from other companies that would, would be a good fit. So, um, but, yeah. So uh, one of the questions I see came in here is about some of the tools to help uh, look for keywords and things of that. So Google, Google obviously has all the webmaster tools that you can log in. They're free. You set up an account. Uh, you link it to typically a Gmail account. Uh, you know, you get webmaster tools, keywords, paid. Uh, there's so many tools in Google that I can't every time I turn around, it's, it's something else or they've combined. So, uh, it's, it's really, really, uh, they have a nice set of free tools to do. Um, and they have a lot of good tutorials on how to use them too. Um, other places, like I said, SpyFu lets you do combat between yourself and several websites and give you that list of keywords back that you overlap, don't overlap or unique to you. Right. Um, and then another one, which is a little rougher for people that don't interpret a lot of the, uh, the web world is Moz, M-O-Z. And, and Moz is a, is a tool that, you know, we go in and we really pick apart because it, it gives us a lot of things. It gives us domain rankings. It gives us authority, of, of position authority and how they've changed over 30 days or not. Uh, what's the competition for those keywords? And that's a real key thing. A lot of people choose keywords that everybody's competing for. So, you know, if you choose managed services, add managed services, New York City or, you know, Albany or, or wherever your graphic, you know, your geography. Because if you don't, you're competing with 1 million plus other people for that same phrase. Do you really think that you're going to get... I mean, you might get up to page 10, but after that, without getting more specific to your geography, you might, might lapse. So, you know, think of, think of the, the top 25 keywords that you're going to really use and um, see if they really have a lot of competition. And, and organically, are they going to really make sense for you to work that or a combination of something and phrases? So. Absolutely. No, that's I think a great, that's great, great question. You know, um, absolutely. And, then, and that's kind of, I think people don't always have the experience in, and I think it's important. I mean, if you have a marketing person internally, pass this over to them, you know, I mean, this, these are all great tools they can use. If you don't, I mean, you know, 
like we said before, Pete is, you know, available to kind of give you some guidance or, you know, if you want to dive in, he's definitely got the ability to do that. Um, you know, but now is a crucial time. Now is absolutely the time where there's no distractions. There's no baseball games or, or uh, you know, summers on the lake, unfortunately. So I think it's, it's important to take this time and really sit down and work on the business, right? I mean, if, if you do this right, and you spend the time, you're going to come out of this stronger than ever. And that's what's important. That's the opportunity. Now, Alec and I were kidding around, and, and this is some, some marketing tips and sales tips too, right? We're going to dip a little little into sales as we overlap. You know, in my yeah. background, you can see my mess of an office, and probably my camera's a little bit too low, but if it was up a little higher, you'd see some things on the wall. Alec's got a nice clean canvas in his office because he's freshly moved in and is on the road way more than I am. So, um <laughs> So he doesn't have time to, to really decorate. But, you know, when you go into a client's office and you sit down with them, you always do some social and human type things. You look, you see pictures of the kids, you see soccer pictures or fishing or something. Uh, you know, when you're on these video conferences with your customers, take note of what's on their wall, what's around them, what are they using? You know, and, and you know, it's great icebreakers. It's great relationship building. You know, we, we build relationships when we're in person. So use those things and use the visuals around you to help keep those relationships strong. Oh, I see you got that. I didn't realize you were that kind of fan or, you know, break it up, break it up. Um, another thing that you can do in digital marketing is, I don't know about you, but I set up a thing called Google Alerts. And I set up Google Alerts on clients that are of interest to me. Uh, because I want to see if we're doing things that are making them show up in indexes and all that, so I get an alert on them. But I also, certain prospects I put in. And sometimes those prospects get written up in business journals or things of that nature. And so if it's a prospect, take a screenshot of whatever it is that, that you get out of this Google Alert. Just go to Google Alerts or do, do a Google on Google Alerts, and it'll take you right in, and you can set them up. It takes takes two seconds to set one up. But you get information every time the, the Google crawls and finds something about them and it brings it back. So maybe they put a blog in their website and you decide to read it. Hey, put, put a little note and email that, that prospect to that client saying, hey, that was a great blog. I really appreciate you putting it in there. And again, now this is marketing. It's a soft touch, but it's showing that you're paying attention and you're aware and you're staying in front of them, right? So it's, it's very different than saying, hey, I see that HP printer you got in the background, Pete. You know, how old is that? You know, you should replace that. It's a, and I did just replace it, as I told Alec a couple of weeks ago. I got it for almost nothing. <laughs> but, but um, you know, find these little things that you can stay in touch and do the human engineering. You know, people like when somebody says thank you or, or congratulations. Uh, it's good to get a kudo. It's good to get a pat on the back. So when you see those things come through on a Google alert, send them along. I used to have one client that used to put out a book, like three books a year, and he'd show up in the newspaper. So I'd cut the picture out in the newspaper and draw the beard on him and the scars on the face and say, hey, great, great book. Congratulations on another launch and send it to him. You know, and I'd write it on the back of my business card and paper clip it to the picture. So when he flipped it over, there was my business card, right? Little, little things like that, but 
he he always remembers it, right? They they remember the little Absolutely. things. And they remember, and that's relationship building in a time like we're in right now, where you can't go to a meeting or you you don't see him at the usual golf outings or or other things that you might be doing as the seasons change. So. Absolutely. Well, I think we're coming up on time here. Um, I don't see any other questions. So uh, a couple quick things for follow-up here. Um, so we did record the session, as I know I mentioned uh, in the beginning here before we got started, but you know we did record everything. Um, so we will be putting this up on mspinitiative.com. I'll also make sure we get a copy over to Pete so Pete can get it up on their side. Um, I'm sure you'll see it shared on social, but if you have any questions, we'll make sure that when we send out our follow-up email with this, uh, to all of our participants uh, that, you know, our contact info is in there, and we're all in this together, right? It's, it's, it's a weird time, it's a tough time, but we're all in this together. So if you guys have a question, if you guys want to ask me or Pete something, don't hesitate to reach out. You know, um, our phone numbers are readily available, our emails, so give us a ring. We know we're here to talk through. If you just want to ask us some ideas, pick our brains, we're here. Um, you know, if we can help in some other way, let us know. But, um, you know, we're, we're definitely available for that. And, You'll see plenty more of these coming. I mean, marketing is an endless topic. So um, feel free to, uh, to send in some other suggestions if you guys would like to see some other topics covered here in the future. Um, you can head over to the MSP Initiative on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, hit the website, and we'll make sure that we get all the information back over to our teams and uh, reach back out to Pete and get him back on here so you can uh, teach us some other cool marketing tricks and tips so for the future of uh, the coronavirus. So, Pete, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, yep. I see Pete actually just put his email in there, so I, I just went ahead and uh, dropped mine there as well. Feel free to reach yep. out that way. Uh, plenty of ways to find us, LinkedIn. Um, appreciate everyone for joining us. Take time out of your day. Hopefully, we uh, gave you guys some value to walk away with. And uh, Again, Pete, great seeing your face and uh, having you on here for everything. Yep. So, see you. Thank you very and much. Thanks. thanks, everyone, for joining us. Talk with you soon. Thanks, everybody. All right.